ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. I'm your host, GB, and today's guest has spent seven years in the NFL. He's currently one of the most explosive wrestlers in the world. He's Mr. Impact Wrestling. Please give it up for Moose. How you doing today, sir? You all right? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm pretty good, mate. Not too bad. Um, glad to have you on the show today. I know you don't do a lot of interviews, so th this should be good. Um, one thing I want to point out is the chance. Moose, moose, moose. I absolutely love it. I just want to know quickly, how did you come up with the chant and the entrance? Um, the entrance that I have right now is something I, I didn't come up with myself. It was me and a couple of guys and production guys that mm. we put our hats together. We came up with thought, something that I thought that would make me look, uh, look like a star. But mm. the chant is something I got from a teammate of mine in the um, NFL when I was playing. And, um, well, he used to do it all the time, and I just put it in my back pocket as something I was going to do or try to do and see if we'll catch on when mm. I get, get into professional wrestling. Yeah, certainly calls on. Even the shows down here, when the ref does the count, one, Moose. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely calls on. I want to know, where did the name Moose come from? Uh, I cannot hear you. I can't hear. Can you repeat that question? Yeah, of course. No problem. I was just asking, where did the name Moose come from? Oh, it was a name that was given to me by a teammate of mine, my rookie year in the NFL. Oh, okay. Was there any specific uh, reason for it or just a random name? It's just a really cool name. You know, that's why I just wanted to know. Oh, uh, I guess it was uh, some uh, a guy that played for the same team I played for way before, before I got there. That was his nickname, and they thought mm -hmm. I looked like him. So oh, okay. one of my teammates gave me the name, and I just, it just stuck with me. No, that's cool, mate. One thing I have to uh, praise you for in wrestling is your spear. I love the way that you deliver it. It's awesome. I just want to know, did you get that from your football days? It's just that spin you do as well. It's awesome. Uh, no, I actually got that from playing a video game. Um, oh, right. <laughs> so there was a time, I don't even know if they still do it, but there was a time in Madden where if you flicked, maybe it was like Madden 2008 or something. When if you flick the joystick, it made the defender hit you much harder than mm. you did. I remember a time I I was watching one of my buddies play it, and they flicked it, and it was called a hit stick. And I don't know if it was a glitch or whatever it was, but when he did it, the guy did a flip with it. Mm. And I was like, man, that would be a cool wrestling move. On and this um, was like this was in 2008. So I remember when I started training for football. I was like, let me try that move that I saw in a video game mm. years years prior and see if it's even a thing that you could do. And I tried it and I actually hit it a couple of times. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna start using this as a finisher move. No, it's really cool, man. I just love the spin. It just looks great every time you hit it. And just before we, yeah. I do want to talk, basically go back to the beginning and ask what got you into wrestling and what inspired you uh, to become a wrestling uh, wrestler. I uh, want to know what theme song do you prefer? Do you prefer your current one? which has that sort of final boss feeling to it? Or do you prefer the Moose Nation uh, theme, which had the, fan, the fans chanting? Uh, I like both of them, honestly. I think they're both great. Mm. Um, I think my 
the one I have now makes me more like uh, I'll say it makes me look more like a star, and it's almost like you say that final boss, yeah, kind of character where uh, my old music was more for the fans. It was like a more of a baby face type yeah. music where you already had the fans chanting your name. Mm. Before you even came out there, you know. So, uh, would I ever go back to my old music and say, if I ever, if I ever go back to being a good guy like I used to be the first six years of my professional wrestling career? So, yeah, cool, mate. Cool, cool. Um, I know you played a good couple of years. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you did. You've done really well. I love both both music. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, because I know you've done a couple of years in the NFL, but I know you've also said, in other interviews that you don't really like talking about American football. Uh, that's great for me because I don't have a clue about American football, but I'm a big fan of you yeah. as a pro wrestler. And that's what you've said before. Like you want to be established as a wrestler and identified as that. So yeah. I want to know what was your first memory of wrestling growing up? Uh, my first me- memory of wrestling was the actual first thing that got me into watching wrestling was the 92 Rump- Royal Rumble. Nice. Um, I didn't. Run, I'll be honest. Before when I started watching wrestling, and until I had to like go online and find past matches before that, I really mm. didn't know anything about professional wrestling. The first time I ever watched wrestling was in 1992 Royal Rumble, and that's what got me hooked. And obviously, as you practice to become a wrestler, you need to learn about the history. So I had mm. to go find old DVDs and older DVDs to watch stuff that happened prior to the 1992 Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's a wicked match. Love it. Really good match. Did you have any favourites growing up as well? Yeah, um, guys like Ric Flair, Razor Ramon, Triple H. I mean, I could sit here and name guys forever. I mean, Mm. I'm just a big wrestling fan, so there's somebody I like in... There's something I like in every wrestler you mentioned. Yeah, no, they, they are top-tier talent and some of my favourites as well. But we're not, not here to talk about me, here to talk about you. Um, one thing I'd like to ask as well, because you were trained by a wrestling legend, Mr. Shoes, um, how was he as a coach? Uh, Mr. Hughes, um, the thing about it, I tell people that um, Mr. Hughes showed me how to do wrestling moves and do wrestling holds. Mm-hmm. But the guy who really taught me to be a wrestler and taught me the importance the more important things about professional wrestling, I would say it has to be Scott Damore. Okay. Uh, and he, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, when I answer that question, um, when I answer that question, guys, like, Hughes just showed me, oh, this is how you do a headlock. Mm-hmm. This is how you run the ropes. This is how you do a body slam. This is how you do this. But if you're talking about, like, the, what it takes to being a wrestler and, like, what psychology is and, like, what makes sense and what don't make sense. Um, mm. I would have to go with Scott Demore. Yeah, yeah, I like Scott Demore and uh, Team Canada. So I really enjoyed those days in TNA. Um, I sort of skipped ahead a little bit, but um, it's not necessarily a football question. But because you spent seven years in the NFL and you made the transition from football to pro wrestling, I just want to ask what inspired you to sort of make that decision and quit American football and pursue up to wrestling full time. Um, American football is not something that I wanted to do. It's just something that um, I luckily was good at. Mm-hmm. So it was an easy, easy decision to do it anymore. And because of how much I was getting paid, it was easy to do it. If that makes sense. 
Yeah, no, I get that. You was good at your job, but you know, if you're getting paid for it, you know, might as well continue it for a bit. I completely understand that. Uh, you did um, yeah. a couple of WWE tryouts and training camps. I just want to know how were they for you uh, to experience? Um, that, um, that was a good learning experience. Um, it is what it is. It was kind of like it was different. Um, I would never do anything like that anymore in my career because I don't feel like <laughs> I need to. Yeah, uh, but doing it was a good good learning experience. I mean, I would. I would suggest if some people have the opportunity to go do a WWE, they should definitely do it just to see how determined they are and how um, strong their willpower is and how conditioned they are because there's a lot of conditioning that has to, that that goes with doing it. Yeah, no, I get that. It's uh, sort of that boot camp vibe, but, you know, not for everyone. And also, you know, if you've got the experience, you know, sort of why, why do you have to sort of prove yourself? But I get that. Um, you made your way to Ring of Honor where you would have a memorable run during one of their hottest periods. Uh, you had an undefeated streak. You wrestled against the likes of Roderick Strong, the Briscoes, and Bullet Club. I just want to ask you, what were some of your favorite moments in Ring of Honor? Uh, I mean, I feel like everything I did in Ring of Honor was was a great experience. Uh, mm. um, Ring of Honor taught me so much about um, what wrestling, especially in the ring, is mm. all about. And I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't go through and experience Ring of Honor. And it's just one of those things that, like, me and my friend were just talking about it the other day, that we wrestled at Ring of Honor when it was the hottest ever. Like, look at all the talent I was wrestling with when I was in Ring of Honor. Guys who made a name for themselves in WWE or, like, who, who was making a lot of money now. Um, but those were guys who we, I shared a lot with them in Ring of Honor. It was probably the, one of the if not the hottest roster of that Ring of Honor ever had that three years span I was there. Yeah, I, I, that's was my first exposure to you. And I sort of gravitated towards you. Like, you were so agile uh, for quite, you know, you're, what, six, seven? Like, quite a big guy. But you was able to also sort of fly across the ring, but do power moves and brawl. And just, you had a unique style. And I think that's why the fans sort of got behind you. And, um, yeah, it, it really worked. It was good. So is Impact Wrestling the place that you would call home for in terms of your wrestling career? Um, it's a place I would call home as of right now. Uh, I mean, I love Ring of Honor. I mean, I love Impact Wrestling. I'm sorry. It's a place I call home for right now. I love Impact Wrestling. Mm -hmm. And um, I know when people say Impact Wrestling, I'm one of the names that they think about because um, I've done a, a good job with carrying the brand and um, bleeding the Impact. But I mean, Every nothing lasts forever, you know. I mean, there's gonna come a point where I'm decided to go venture something else and check everything out, check somewhere else out. Mm. But um, I mean, but we'll see what what happens when that time comes. But um, as of now, I love Impact Wrestling. I love Scott Demore. I love all the guys in the back. I love the roster. It's, it's, we're like a family, and um, I think we have the best product out there um on television right now. It sort of it gives people that option as well, especially in the pandemic where there wasn't so much wrestling, but Impact Wrestling was still around, and um, you know gave people something else to watch if WWE wasn't their thing or AEW. Um, you were the longest reigning uh, Impact Grand Champion, and you really established the championship as basically as your own and your own belt. I just want to know what did it mean to you, and what was it like for you to sort of wrestle against um, top tier talent like EC3, Cody Rhodes, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, I mean. Of, apart from the title, because uh, um, obviously the title is not a thing anymore. 
Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, wrestling, those guys are great, man. I mean, you get to you learn a lot from wrestling guys as good as those guys, and um, hopefully down the road, I mean, I, I get a chance to to wrestle those guys again. I mean, we'll see what happens, but um, all three guys are amazing talents, and it's funny that all three guys are working on all different companies. So, um, uh, yeah, all four of us are working for every single like major company in the United States. So. But we'll see what happens. Um, wrestling is like a revolving door, you know, and mm -hmm. um, it keeps turning, spinning, and you eventually see that same guy at some point in your career. So that's what I hope happens with Drew and EC3 and Cody at some point. I get the rest of them again. Now, wicked man, I hope to see those uh, those rematches because I really enjoyed your work um, as the champion as well. I want to ask, how have you felt about the Impact Wrestling and AEW relationship? Has it not phased you or has it sort of given you a little bit more sort of motivation or, you know, just wonder how you feel about it? Uh, I mean, right now it seems like it's going well. Um, mm. I, I think it's a, a good thing to major companies working with each other. Um, um, I just, from my personal opinion, I wish that it was more, because right now it just seems like um, AEW is just using one talent and, Impact is just usually one, more one talent. Mm. I wish it was more talent exchange and storylines with multiple talents as such. Well, I mean, you like at the end of the day, I don't know where this thing is going, and I don't think anybody but the two owners of the companies know where this is going. So, mm -hmm. it, it's possible it might be something we see down the road, but they we just haven't gotten there yet. But um, we'll see. I mean, it's so far so good. I mean, mm. it's I've gotten to wrestle up at Daly's place and mm. um, you and Kenny tore up, atmosphere. man. Really, really good yeah, match that was. It's a, it's a great at atmosphere, and um, I can't I can't wait to see what the outcome of this relationship is. I'm sure it's going to be great, but it's just everybody has to have patience and see where it goes. Yeah, good, good answer, mate. One thing as well, I want to ask because I really enjoyed the feud with Ken Shamrock. And also, I kind of mm -hmm. feel like you became like um, like a new legend killer uh, with like Tommy Dreamer, mm -hmm. RVD, Art Rhino, and Ken Shamrock. Um, and you growing up as a wrestling fan, I just want to know what was that like for you to sort of wrestle these legends, um, especially Ken Shamrock. I mean, obviously the match Bound for Glory and the build up was just fucking awesome. Just want to know what's the experience like for you to wrestle the legends. Uh, it's always great when you wrestle some guys that you've been watching on TV as a kid, you know. Mm. Um, so it's it's always great. Um, uh, and it was something that we was doing with, um, at one point of my run and impact was where I was just challenging different legends and different ECW guys and different mm. guys who've held the TNA World Championship as a proof of point. Um, but yeah, man, it's always a learning experience when you get into the ring with somebody as as old as those guys who've been through it all, literally been through anything you could come across in wrestling. So and and those all those guys I wrestled are great guys, man, because they they mm. you you meet some guys who like to hold on information, and those guys are not at all there. They, they like to tell you about their experience and tell you how you could learn from their experience. So. I love those guys. Those guys are great. And Ken Shamrock is awesome, man. Um, we mm. had a good match um, at Bound for Glory. And um, I know he's retired now. And he's working on this bare knuckle um, fighting um, organization. So good luck to him with that. Mm. And, um, yeah. That was great, man. Considering he's like nearly 60. I mean, you two just tore it up, in my opinion. I just loved it. Uh, one thing to sort of wrap the interview up is 
I know, unfortunately, you were unsuccessful against Kenny Omega, but besides a rematch, which I'm sure is going to happen, is there anyone in AEW that you'd like to wrestle against? I would say Impact, but I, you know, I feel like with AEW, there might be more people that you've not worked with yet. Oh, can you repeat that question? You, um, the connection is not so great. Yeah, of course, no problem. So I was just asking, as you were unsuccessful against Kenny Omega due to interference, even though the match was awesome, besides a rematch, which I'm sure is going to happen in the future, I just want to ask you, is there anyone at the moment in AEW you would like to wrestle against? Do you want me to ask the question again? Um, can you hear me? Yep, no, I can hear you now. Do you want me to ask that question again? Um, yeah, the, the next... I mean, I've heard, I heard most of it. I'm just making sure you can hear me. Yeah, no, I can hear you. Yeah, that, that's, that's yeah. fine, mate. So, the way I work is, yeah, my, um, my title opportunity with Kenny Omega um, didn't work out as planned. Obviously, everybody know why I got screwed. Mm -hmm. um, and I am planning on getting a rematch, but the problem is um, I like to concentrate on what's in front of me right at that certain time. Yeah, and I don't want to go into this rematch and be worried about what is Chris Saban doing because yeah. Chris Saban got in my business. Obviously, we've been watching the product, so yeah. I feel like I need to handle the Chris Saban situation. And once that is all handled, I could go back to getting my rematch against Kenny Omega or whoever has this, whoever has the Impact World Championship. Um, because my problem is not technically with Kenny Omega. My problem is whoever has the is with whoever has the Impact World Ch Championship um, on them. And you know, Kenny and Sammy are main event and Slammiversary for mm -hmm. the title. So if Sammy wins, then I guess I have to take out my issue of me being screwed on Sammy Callahan. Um. So, but at, as right as of right now, my main focus is on Chris Saban. And once I'm done dealing with Chris Saban, then I will go back to mm, what's mine. Yeah, awesome, mate. Last question. I was going to ask quite a boring question. What's your favorite match? But I'd like to ask, what do you like to do when you're not wrestling in your spare time? Oh, I work out a lot. I'm always in the gym. I play video games. Uh, I take care of my animals, hang out with my wife. Um, pretty much what I do every day. It's literally just talking about my daily schedule. That's, that's cool, mate. Um, I just, I think it may have cut off, but I just want to ask one of the questions before previously, and then I will wrap the interview up completely. Uh, the question was, uh, I think it, because it was cutting off, unfortunately, but it was, which theme song do you prefer of yours? And is it your current theme song, which I said was the final boss theme song, or is it the Moose Nation? I know that I did hear some of it, but it did cut off then, just in case the listeners wanted to hear the question. And then that'll be it. Um, yeah, I, I like both both music. So I can't sit here and tell you which one I like better. They both give mm -hmm. me two different feels. Um, yeah. The music I have now, like you say, gives me like a final, like a like a final boss in a video game kind of um, vibe. And my old music is more like a babyface vibe, where it gets mm -hmm. the whole crowd rocking and excited to see you come out before you actually even step out. So. I, um, I like both of them equally, and there's a chance you might get to see me come out to my old theme songs, depending on what happens down the road. So, no, awesome, mate. So, where can fans find you on social media? Um, Instagram is Moose Nation sixty nine, and Twitter is the Moose Nation. Awesome, mate.
So I want to thank you for coming on today. Uh, as I said at the beginning, I know you don't look, do a lot of interviews, but you can come on to Watch You Call It podcast and it means a lot. So it's great. For everyone that's listened to this episode, there'll be more of this podcast coming up very soon. But for now, I hope everyone stays safe. And now here is a word from my sponsors. 